Hey guys and welcome back to the amateur take. So today we will be going back to the area which we first started our podcast based on we'll be returning to the NBA which is due to return in a week. So we're all really excited for that and we've got an NBA fanatic and a great basketball player as well with us today. We've got Aditya Pannappa. How are you doing man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about yeah. you? All great. How excited are you to be on a podcast? Is this your first bit... time on a podcast? Yes, this is my first time. So, pretty pumped about it. Looking forward to it as well. All right. That's great. All right. So, we'll we'll get into it. And so pre-season's been going on for quite some time now. It's been a couple of days. So, uh, a lot of uh, like uh, analysts and even players don't really take pre-season too seriously. But do you think these the results that we've seen can be used even in just minimum to draw some conclusions as to what the nba season will look like this year yeah i think definitely i mean um especially for a few teams who brought in who made big moves over the uh, the, the three months off and when they brought in new they've many teams have changed up their entire roster right so i think looking at that uh, this pre this preseason was to see how all of them would mesh together as a unit going forward so i like to definitely look at it and see where the team is at and it's also a chance for the uh, younger players and people on two um, training camp deals who have not yet received guaranteed contracts is their time to shine and show their coach that you know they can step up whenever required um yeah i mean i think you can draw like basic minor conclusions like you can you can find several several conclusions like see like we saw in the first two games that uh, golden state are attempting way more threes than they did last season right and i think they are like I, and uh, if i'm not wrong utah jazz did the same thing last year they were recorded they were uh, shooting record number of threes uh, throughout the season and that's how they were going and that's how they were creating the spacing throughout so that they drive and like since everyone's shooting right the defense will be slightly more spread out i mean yeah it has it's a double edged sword so some people you'll miss a lot of shots as well on your off days but i think you can see like gsw is trying to structure itself in such a way that whatever pieces they have then they can use it to the maximum and i don't know try to become contenders and i think you can spot several other teams like you can like you can already see bulls like the way they've played like you can all you already know that they're going to be a threat this season right so i think you can draw basic conclusions like that so yeah yeah i mean i got quite good expectations of the new season This season was interesting. We could see the Bulls. It was just in paper. Now we could see it in action. And the Lakers and GSW game, like Shripat said, it's more about three pointers. Even though they missed a lot, the first half was quite dry. A lot of people were shooting really bad. And yeah, it's a lot at stake here. People trying to get the championship, and let's see what happens. agreed all very valid and i think that this is not just for the players it helps the coaches a lot actually even with the, the gsw lakers game that you mentioned it was a very close game until the last 2 minutes where the coaches actually coaches like these close game situations in preseason so they get a taste of it in preseason itself so that they can prepare well for the up and coming season so here they can afford to mess up right it doesn't really matter so they can try different things so it helps them as well and i think it's good that the youngsters get a chance to get their feet wet 
but yeah, uh, from a veteran perspective, I don't think it really matters because I think we saw Russell Westbrook go zero of six from the field. We saw LeBron go zero of four in the first quarter. So they are all just really trying to just get a flow, get themselves a little bit warmed up rather than just play tough and heavy on the first day of the season. So I think for them it does help, but I don't know if any conclusion can be drawn as such. But maybe like as Shripat said, the Utah Jazz were doing well in the preseason. So based on that, maybe you could draw. But yeah, the Bulls again, they are playing like very all out right now. I think they defeated the last two teams by like 40 points. So that is great, good for them. And but do you who do you think like do you all have any early teams you'd you know like to pick that would win and some dark horse candidates to go along with it? What do you all think? Can you all like do you all have anyone in mind even if not from the preseason anyone in general after all the free transfers that have happened? I mean being a Lakers fan and more importantly a LeBron fan following him all the way from Miami to Cleveland to Lake to the uh, to the Lakers I'm definitely going to be supporting them and with the addition of Russell Westbrook I mean such a big three I don't know if any other team will have that much of talent and firepower to match them but again with the Lakers it's all about staying healthy if they can stay healthy I'm pretty sure they'll stand the test of time as well um that that's my pick from the Western Conference and I think the dark horse in the west would probably be um not too much of, of a dark horse but I think the Golden State Warriors once Clay is back I have a feeling they'll really do well because uh while I was seeing the preseason game with the Lakers the way Jordan Poole uh, stepped up I mean <laughs> it was amazing and he showed what a threat he can be and now teams will have to respect him as well from the east I mean it's pretty obvious the Brook- the Brooklyn Nets they're another big 3 team um with the amount of firepower but again it depends on the uh, they can stay healthy and the new regulations which govern the the vaccination right and whether Kyrie Irving his situation improves so but my pick from the east will always be Philadelphia being a Joel Embiid fan as well um i am still unsure as to how this whole uh, Ben Simmons thing uh, scenario will play out but i do hope they can resolve it as soon as possible for the betterment of the team but the dark horse i think is definitely the uh, the bulls because i mean i really like the team they've come up with none of them are big names you know they're not the big names in the market right now but all of them are really competent and they all fit a certain role uh, and they have brilliant defenders if not underrated ones as well so i feel the bulls will do really well from the east yeah i think uh, we have another lakers and lebron fan here me and lanson You're uh, <laughs> also <laughs> Laker and LeBron fans as well, so I think obviously like I want uh, Lakers to win, but other than like just the healthy part, like it's like everyone was talking about this, right? Like I'm, I don't mean the age, like everyone was talking about another issue is the fact that they lack the shooting, right? Like which is it is it is true, like like they none of them none of those are big three are known to be like amazing shooters from beyond the perimeter. They are like decent shooters. None of them are amazing, right? That is a small issue, and there is a slight fit issue, right? Only for only because of that, I'd say like the favorites right now. Like I'm not picking them. I don't want them to win as such. But I, I think at the moment right now, just without the health part, just the fit part, I think Nets are very well suited and are on par to win the championship. And it it reflects, right? Like they have the betting, they have the Caesars. Uh, betting uh, odds right and i think they are rightly topped uh, placed on first but i think if 
Lakers figure figure Lakers figure out uh, the fit right, like which I think the brilliant mind of uh, LeBron James and I, like he basically runs the team right. It's not the GM or the coach right now. If he figures something out, uh, I think that he will. Uh, I think Lakers are uh, a really big threat, and I think they will mostly win. And I think if you ask, like that's why the season is so interesting, right? There are so many really really good teams. Uh, other than the contenders as well, right? So you got uh, obviously Chicago Bulls who are uh, who are really really good. I doubt I don't know like if they can like go all the way to the top like uh, by winning the championship. I don't know if they're that good at the moment with uh, on the very first year, but uh, I think they're a really good team. And I think if Miami Heat uh, can can sharpen their weapons, with, like obviously they have the major players who are supposed to do their role, but uh, like soft Tyler Hero and uh, Duncan Robinson, if they they can become like reach their true potential, I think they'll be a threat. And uh, I don't I don't think like as, as far as contenders are concerned, we can't leave out uh, Milwaukee Bucks as well, right? Like I mean, yeah, they would not have won if everyone was healthy in the Brooklyn Nets. No way, I don't think so. Even if two of them were healthy, I don't think they would have won anyway. But uh, but still, like if they can, like it was still their their first year as well, right? So I think like if if and the way Drew and all of them, I think if I'm not wrong in the finals one game, all of them scored 20, 25 plus. And I think if they can somehow make that happen, you, you never know. Like they are a better team defensively than Brooklyn Nets, right? So in the East, it's, I don't know, I, it's, it's Milwaukee as well. But I think uh, dark horse of the season for me would be Golden State Warriors for sure. Because uh, they have excellent rookies and James Wiseman is still sitting out. And the way they, the flooring will be spread out, James Wiseman is quite talented. And his only weakness, like in his game, was his right hand. He's a lefty, but his right hand was quite weak. And I'm pretty sure he would have worked on it. Steve Kerr is an excellent coach, and he would have worked worked with him and uh, guided him very well to, you know, improve that as well. And with uh, Draymond's passing and the space flooring, I think they can, there will be a legitimate threat to the title. So I think my dark horse would be Golden State Warriors. I believe the narrative is quite the same compared to last year. Lakers. And uh, watching the GSW game, it was quite uh, like prominent, I mean, evident that um, Lakers, even though they have quite an aging squad, they are quite a force defensively. We saw Dwight Howard getting most rebounds mm-hmm. and dunking. And, and uh, you know, offensively, they have, they've got Westbrook now, they've got Rondo. And you know how LeBron in AD was in the last year and the last year before that. And uh, yeah, speaking of the Nets, we all know mm-hmm. about the big three. I mean, doubtful about the third guy, Kyrie Irving, if he doesn't uh, get himself vaccinated and if there's no change in that stance. But I, what I think is these two are the definite, what is a favorites from each conference. And like you guys said, there are a couple of teams who have shown promise. Like uh, I personally love to see Celtics go up the ladder and, you know, possibly have a very good postseason performance. And you've got uh, the Mavericks. You've got Luka Doncic. You've got, uh, I hope, even Trey Young plays good. But uh, unfortunately, I don't know who the Dakos might be. There are quite a few candidates to choose from. But, yeah, you know the last year's champions to have the same squad, if I'm not wrong. And they've shown quite a good performance, irrespective of the fact that there were quite a lot of injuries last year. But yeah, it's quite hard to choose a dark horse per se. But for me, I think it's going to be either between the Nets or the Lakers if both of them remain healthy. 
yeah i think the lakers and the nets are obviously like going to be up there no one else uh uh one thing about the lakers that's different from last season is that showtime is back <laughs> the showtime lakers are back with dwight howard coming back in cuz last year they were missing that i don't know so not there was nothing too glamorous about them last year for some reason i think when rondo left and howard left and joel left as well something was missing and then they all got injured one by one lebron went down davis went down so we cannot really blame them for last season but hopefully they are up and running this season and yeah even in the east i think kd is going to be even better this year if that is possible cuz last year he was outstanding and uh, but i have to stress on the fact that without kyrie i don't think they will make it to the finals because as bad as his off court antics are uh kd and harden will not be enough i think even the bucks could take out a healthy kd and harden no matter how well built that nets team is uh coming to dark horses i think i'm going to be very bullish on the mavs i'm a huge luka doncic fan i think he is <laughs> really 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 good for his age and i think he will go down as a top 5 player all time so hopefully he can like do better than he did last year uh so he went out to the clippers i think the last two years which is not that bad of a team but yeah this year he they were in the lead and they still blew it so hopefully they do figure out something i don't know if the mavericks are that great of a team cuz uh, without porzingis performing i don't know if they can get anywhere but let's see and uh, in the east will definitely have to be the hawks i think we're all sleeping on the hawks a lot but we all we're all forgetting that they took the bucks to i think six games but that was with uh Trey being injured Trey was out and then they started losing so with Trey on the court i think the hawks would have defeated the bucks which they were pretty close to doing and that would have been great to see as well cuz Trey was in his second year so that is something and i think we shouldn't sleep on the suns either they did reach the finals no matter what the situation was uh they did their best and they reached the finals so i think the suns could also be looked at as contenders and i don't think the warriors should be considered dark horses cuz i mean warriors the clay i mean clay and uh, curry and draymond they're all championship pedigree right they've been there like four times and the addition of jordan pool as aditya said and even moses moody who was actually really clutch against the lakers he was the one who hit the dagger so all these players i think they will be great i don't i'm not so sure about james wiseman he is a different story but yeah i think they will it will be a great season and i think i'm honestly like looking forward to it uh so one one like quick question for you all i have like a start bench cut question for you all so you just have to tell me i'll give you three players and you just got to tell me who you're going to start bench and then cut okay so the three players are jason tatum donovan mitchell and devin booker all right go I would definitely start. Uh, I love the way Jason Tatum plays. I mean, he's if you want to call it a unicorn, <laughs> you know how tall he is, and every year he seems to be getting a little taller and a little bigger. And I think his skill is unmatched at his height. He's around, I think, six nine six ten if I'm not mistaken, and he is a force to reckon with uh, when healthy. So I, I definitely start um, Jason Tatum. I would bench Devin Booker because we saw how lethal he was with um against the Lakers last year and how many daggers and how he single-handedly in a few games beat the Lakers. 
and i would have to cut uh, donovan mitchell i mean he is a brilliant player um there's nothing there's no two doubts about that but i would definitely take uh, jason tatum and devin booker over uh, mitchell i think my uh, i think even i'll start with the cutting uh, the players i'm player i'm going to cut right like so uh, i agree with ponak and adita uh, and i'm going to go and i think i will cut donovan as well i think see personally if you ask me i think uh, the ceiling of all these three players like if they do considering no no like career threatening injuries and they play their best i think their ceiling is very close to each other like i'm not saying they all will be at the same level but uh, their ceiling is very close to each other like they'll be very high and like it will be somewhat at the same level right but as the way things start, are right now i think i'm going to have to cut donovan like he's been he's an amazing playoff performer right like he performs in the yes, regular season as well but he goes to a whole another level in in playoffs as well so it's a very difficult pick to make but he's still going to set out and uh, i think like I'll, i'll like for me jason tatum will be on bench like although he is a magnificent Ooh. player but yeah but i think uh, devin booker has been like really really good right like like i know he i know jason did well against the nets well he, like they didn't have a complete team brown was out right but uh, and dropped to 50 piece <laughs> sorry he dropped to 50 against yeah yeah absolutely like yeah. he he is amazing right but uh, uh, I don't know, like Devin Booker's clutch man. Like he, he, like he was dropping forties and fifties in final, right? Final throughout their entire. Like he just said that we can't sleep on them as they reach the finals. It was not just CP3; he was bloody brilliant as well. So I think the way things are right now, maybe it'll change in uh, in after the season or in a couple of years. But the way things are, I think I'm gonna have to go with Booker. Booker's beautiful. Like his game is very, like I don't know, smooth as such. Like I don't know how to call it. Like I think, yeah. I have to agree on Arithya on this one. I I love the Celtics. I I prefer uh, Tatum over Booker. I mean, it might not be objectively right because some people think that Booker is uh, more clutch, like Sripad said. Some people think that he's got more experience because he's been to more finals. But I I think that Tatum maybe hasn't reached his total potential. We have seen him developing his game and his uh, physique. and uh, yeah i would i, I would uh, uh, cut uh, don mitchell too so for me i think it would be uh, i would start tatum i would bench booker and i would cut uh, mitchell because i believe that i mean i i prefer the way tatum plays over at times he just takes a lot of uh, tough shots not saying that it's a bad thing but at times you could just pass it or get a better shot or better look at the basket that is very very true actually that was that's why i'm going to actually i know this is going to be very uh, different but i'm going to actually cut booker uh, i don't like the fact that he takes all these really really tough shots uh, uh, sometimes it's very stupid because even in the finals he tried and i don't know these very long range see these three players are in very they are very similar players right they're all scorers basically their vision is not that great booker and mitchell and even tatum they're not really they don't really look to pass too often and so they are basically just pure scorers so but booker at times takes very very tough shots and maybe someday he will get that he will be that player but as of now i'm going to put uh, donovan 
above him i'm going to bench donovan and cut booker and tatum has to be the one who i start i think because offensively they might be at the same level all these three players but i think tatum adds this defensive uh, prowess that the other two won't be able to add for some time because of his length and uh, just his physique the way he's built and uh, to me like personally i know a lot of people try to relate booker to kobe a lot but for me i feel like tatum is closer to kobe than anyone ever like because the way that he plays is very very similar to kobe he's got kobe's length as well and kobe's defense so for me like i would have to like start uh, tatum yeah all right but okay just another question do you think that okay now i have two other players now you got to tell me that whether these two are better than these three that i've mentioned so i got luka doncic and trey young again very similar players trey and luka cuz they are scorers as well but they've got really really good vision they basically point guards which makes them really great uh, for a team any team you can put them in any team and they will perform so do you think these guys are in another bracket or do you think that they would be competing with these three players Oh I definitely think they would be competing with these three players. They are all of the same generation and the same caliber. Uh Luka I know has been touted to take over. And we've seen that. I mean, he can do almost uh LeBron can, but not he doesn't have the same the physicality or even uh, that LeBron has as yet. And I feel Trey Young, he's proven it already. He, he's already done it. I mean, the last year in the playoffs and to reach where they came up to that that was something just brilliant and i feel a uh, playmaker wise uh, both luka and trey take all three of them because we've seen the john collins and uh, cup and we've also seen how well just a porzingis or uh, tim hardaway or anyone on that mavs team we've seen how luka like links up with them and he has the assist to prove that is beat all three of them but then again comes defense um treyang i don't know i don't think he's the defender i mean his offense is unmatched his long range shooting also is really good but again when it comes to defense i think tatum is the best luka i haven't really seen him become a play lockdown defense he has made some impossible shots both in the bubble and in the regular season and post season last year as well but i think with the sheer uh, size and length of jason tatum he beats both of them but i think luka is pretty close he is uh, almost the same height uh, 6667 6, so it is a close matchup but i still take tatum over everyone oh this is tough man like i think i definitely they're on the same level right and if not if not higher right because uh, but i like a very not a weird thing but i ha- have one different take on it right so i think like as far as careers are concerned only i'm talking not i'm not talking about individual accolades right i'm just talking about the ultimate the dreamland right like i mean the championship wise and how far they go in the post season i think both uh, luka and uh, and trey young have what it takes to be just as successful like like they can be there won't be like one clear favorite like you just can't say that okay no trey young will be more successful or luka will be more successful now my take is provided like how the teams are built around them like i think it's just still too early there's like 2 3 years they've been in the league that's it but the way things are right now right so i think that uh someone like trey young will perform better 
if a team is built around him as it is right the mo- at this very moment right like he has a lot of above average and good players that surround him and they play as well as he plays so that's how the hawks team is constructed right right now and that's a perfect setup for him if you ask me right now all right and and as far as uh, lucas consider uh, concerned like i think uh, for someone like him won't do as well in a system where he has just above average players around him like he's the kind of player even if the other players are say average or even below average but he has has another superstar next to him uh, who preferably plays under the basket or uh, is a brilliant wing shooter uh, then i think like a superstar like some you put a, someone like a bradley beal next to him uh, i think then that kind of works better the way lucas playing right now maybe he's evolved his game further like i mean i know he's getting a lot of assists and i think those assists will remain the same and those will go for the Uh, go to the players who or they he'll give them brilliant looks but the when when like if he has another mind boggling player next to him how will he even guard luka right if you leave if you double team luka you just toss the ball to that fellow and he'll take care of rest so i think he'll play better in that system and i think i don't know like that they just state him argument makes a lot of sense like he has that defensive potential which uh, luka doesn't but uh, luka has the passing that uh, Like I don't know, like very very less people in NBA have right now, irrespective of the position, right? So I think I'll I'll put them in a somewhat equal standing, like uh, in terms of the potential. But the way things are right now, I think uh, Luca's the Luca's under the peak of all these uh, all these players that we just mentioned. I, I believe that Luca is the best among these five because uh, he's more of a complete point guard. He can shoot. he can pass he can you know control the playmaking something the other guys don't have that much well if got trey young obviously and he's a very close um comparison when it comes to passing the other three not that much but uh the defensively in the defense point of the game jason tatum is the best among these five because he's got the highest blocks per game and i think even the steals too so it depends on the player i mean the team as to which player would be the best fit um but objectively i think it would be luka doncic who would be the best of them among these five because he's is a what is what is called a complete offensive threat he can shoot he can drive in he can he can you know bring in the f- uh, fouls and he can pass the ball so if he gets double team he can push it on to somebody else and get the finish done just like what shripad said yeah all right so for me personally i think luka and trey are in a different league compared to these guys and uh, purely just because of the vision because i think scoring ability wise they're all on the same level even though uh, luka and uh, trey have i think a better shot than these two like a three point wise than these three com- uh, compared to these three but yeah other than that even the defense if you bring in the defense fine or uh, maybe we could put tatum up there with these three as well but when your offense is so great i don't think people really tend to look at your defense i think we have so many examples of that nowadays curry is there harden is there who is decent at defense but not really his best suit uh, and even lebron's not really that great at defense right now he might play good defense a few games but overall for the longevity of the season he will not so i think when you're so good offensively it just uh, cancels out the fact that you're not good that defensively and that i think is okay 
but uh, i think even in the long term i think luka especially uh, would be a something different he would definitely be a league above these guys and i think he is set to be the face of the league as soon as uh, kd is <laughs> receding a little cuz i think after lebron's done i think kd will be the face of the league for a couple of years and uh, i think luka and trey would be the next uh, it would be the next lebron and steph these battles that we've all seen for so long so that would be something fun to watch as well uh, another one who we've not really spoken out i mean about that much but who also is a was a young and up and i mean young up and coming talent at least till like last the last two years is uh, ben simmons actually and uh, he was even considered really great like a season ago uh, in the sixers so what what are your thoughts on simmons like with him forcing his way out of his team even after the team was built around him the team was built for him and they gave him a max extension as well so what do you all think what what is this whole situation that he's trying to prove i think firstly uh, i think one of the main reasons why i feel he's trying to leave is because after um, the comments that doc uh, like gave him after the ch- after the championship loss right i mean i don't bl- i don't blame doc because he is one of the a really successful coach and he has his right but i feel his teammates and players should have come to his defense a little faster and um, i mean that is something i feel has really affected and his agent rich paul as well i mean he didn't like the treatment that his player got right after the loss right because uh, many things can be said about that um, playoff game i mean everyone uh, talked about uh, ben simmons um, passing up the layup right or, or the dunk to uh, another shot mm-hmm. but then i mean it's being a basketball player i mean you can't really bank everything on that one moment yes it is very true but then there are many things that led up to that moment right whether your own teammates missing free throws or missing layups or anything or even bad defense so i feel yes he did make a big mistake but i feel he is not entirely wrong he is i mean a gifted player for a reason even magic johnson said that uh he's he is the best defender amongst you know the previous five players we talked about there is no one even close to him Agreed. and and i i stand by that no matter what i mean but one thing that i feel he has to improve is his three point shooting or shooting in general obviously and i think he, that is possible as long as he keeps putting in work i mean we've seen lonzo ball evolve over the last few years and we've seen how good his shot is looking this year i mean pulling up from deep as well so um, i think simmons uh i think the situation should be resolved i hope he he gets a trade out of the city i mean yes he the team was built around him but then at this point he has a, one thing to keep in mind is that he has the most influential uh, agent in the league right now rich paul that it also happens to be uh, lebron's and half the lakers agent as well so i mean if he wants his player out of there i don't think there's anything st- I don't think anything will stop him. It'll it only a matter of time now. I mean, and which team gets the right deal for him? So I definitely feel that he should leave, and he is a really gifted player, and he should probably go to another team where he isn't the main superstar. Uh, because I feel that will not only teach him how to play around the system, but also like it'll teach him like a certain kind of discipline which not. Uh, many players uh, receive this is something that i feel russell westbrook is getting right now most of the time in oklahoma he was the player and in 
he was the second best uh, second best player in the last two teams right i mean after bradley beal i mean you could argue there but also uh, in the rockets but yeah. now he's joined a system so i think ben simmons should also like join another system or like where he has another talented player or two around him where it's not focused on him so then i think he learns a lot more as well that's that's my take on it um for me i think uh, as exactly as abhishek said that whatever doc said was wrong okay like that's for sure like you can't just come out of the resting room after a loss and like throw your uh, player under the bus right in a way like that's exactly what happened like he just said that no we can't win with him that's basically what he said he's not good enough to win with that that was wrong but but i think like what he said right was because of the pile frustration that was continuously piling up from his first year right like from his very first year it's like okay is the next lebron he's just one shot one jump shot away from lebron one jump shot away from lebron but like lebron got a jump shot right after the like after the finals like after the 2011 finals he worked on his jump shot he knew what his problems were like you forget lebron okay he is arguably one of the greatest players of all time you okay if you don't want to claim that high he gave uh, they gave an example of uh, gave an example of lonzo ball as well like he's also improved his game so much he's worked on his game it's not just him like every player works on his game right like you after every season you realize what the flaws are and i'm pretty sure like uh, considering how hard ja works even there was some complaint with chamaran's jump shot as well right it after being too low and him not shooting as many as he should and it being like arc being too flat and i think i'm pretty sure he would have worked on his jumper as well but where is that jumper from ben simmons right like this is what they were they are also waiting it was not just us as fans right it was the organizers organization as well waiting for ben simmons to start shooting so that like the most uh, like but joel embiid i'm not saying he's the best center but he's the most dominant center or the most dominant one on one player like i'm i'm yeah. saying dominant one of the most like i think there's you can keep uh, Giannis is there as well, but he's the most dominant center in the league right now. So if 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 you have a point guard who can't shoot and has to drive the ball, like that doesn't give the center much space to work with, right? Because the defenders know it's either going to go to the shooter on zero or it is going going to come down or he's going to just drive the ball. So they're obviously clustered towards the basket so that they can reach easily. So it doesn't give uh, all the Embiid still played really really well, but I think it was the frust- frustration that was piling up and. Uh, I think no matter what uh, the team had said, like there, we saw two more situations in the recent past, right? Like it was James Harden and Anthony Davis, both of them bulldozed their way through out of the teams, right? But you can't consider that they proved themselves in their team. They proved that they are the be- they were the best players in the team, then they were doing the best that they could. They had near MVP seasons, and Harden won MVPs. He won multiple scoring championship, scoring titles. uh anthony anthony davis was the best player in the team and and they they forced their way out when it was their last uh, last season of their extension right like whatever contract they were under he's just signed the contract he's not proven himself in the proven himself to the team he has not shown any improvement in the past few years and i think it's just uh, should, it's like see yes he would definitely he should definitely leave the team right but he should at least do something like in a way what john wall is doing with the rockets even he wants out of the team but he signed and he is agreed to participate in the training camp and i think if he'll even play a few games if it, if he needs to right he should just if he wanted out of the team he should just come back increase the trade value and try, then try to move he's not proven himself he's not been jack for the team and i don't think he he should be trying to force his way out right because just because he didn't perform he can't be he can't play the victim now so yeah that uh, with the max max extension comes a few responsibilities 
in case i don't i just don't think that he realizes that you are supposed to take the criticism you are making the most money you will obviously get the most criticism right? agreed so yeah that's my take um well, i don't know if you guys have watched this video which is on of uh, ben simmons in a off season pickup game so if you could see the video you know that the guy can shoot okay there's nothing wrong with his shooting form or something he can shoot but thing is what i feel not going to say i'm a great football expert basketball expert but i think it's all about confidence the guy i think he lacks confidence while shooting and it's been affecting uh, his game he can't, he can't he doesn't he rarely shoots now and uh, after what we all saw in the playoffs problem and the fact that the fans have always been you know, pulling him down on his performance i think that it has quite um, i know a huge impact on his confidence and uh, like what dr river said even what he said i think a few days ago saying that if we can get one great i mean he just being brutally honest i don't uh, i can't blame him for thinking so but he could also be more diplomatic regarding it because if you go to alienate a player at least say to him personally not towards the media so he might not feel the teams are family anymore he want to move out like what you guys said about ad and harden yeah they they proved something for the team if after they pushed their way out of the team so this guy signed a recent contract max contract that oh and like you guys said he hasn't put up the numbers to show that you know he earns that much uh, he, he he deserves that much money so i think that he kind of way brought himself into the situation because uh, look at lonzo ball even he had a very bad shooting form but he's improved he's put in the work and he's improved this guy seems to have put in the work but doesn't show it or maybe he didn't put the, put in the work so i don't know it feels like he lacks the what to say determination to prove himself or to, i don't know there's something missing about him and if he wants to go different team i don't think anybody's going to pay for this guy i mean look at his contract it's quite huge he's got a huge salary bill so he needs to and you know, put out a breakout performance so that he's he still has some talent or something in him because if he just starts you know at playing the victim card and doesn't do anything about it you know he can be washed up you know nobody wants him later that so that's what i think about sims this is classic sixers man <laughs> i don't know they they even right after they drafted this this chum ben simmons who hasn't made a single good shot in his life they went off and drafted markel fulls again who again couldn't shoot uh this is why the sixers will never ever win a championship again i don't know if they have i'm not sure i think they have won but i don't think they will ever again because firstly uh, to what doc said even though what he said maybe he could have handled it a little better i think he was completely right <laughs> okay because this guy i know i know that we try not to single out our players in our team situation when a team has lost but when it happens so consistently over a couple of years you're losing because of one person you cannot hold it in anymore right it got to a point that even embiid couldn't hold it in anymore and he recently released a statement against ben simmons he didn't say anything in particular but you know how the team was built for him you know always built around him and not around embiid so these kind of things see this 
this man's been given time from 2016 it's been 5 years now if he cannot the two he got drafted in a year where shooting started taking off right you need the shot to make it in the league it is it is still going to be a league of just shooting now defense is overlooked a lot it's cuz see good defense can be learned right it's not that hard to learn how to become a good defender but it takes a lot of time to actually get that good shot going so i don't know for me ben simmons really lacks that killer instinct to actually make you know want to push himself and the way he's handling this is horrible him not showing up to training cuz he needs his market value to go up right cuz as of now no team really wants him at all who who would want a 69 point card who can't shoot he can pass fine okay anyone can pass right it's not that hard to pass but the man can't put the ball in the basket and i think that is a really big liability at in the league today at least and criticism speaking about criticism if this guy can't take the heat he should get out of the kitchen because players once you reach a certain level you get criticized every day lebron curry kd they get criticized for every single small thing they do so if this guy can't take a little criticism he should just quit and not play basketball anymore cuz when you reach a certain level you should be happy you're getting criticized right because they consider you a big player if they're criticizing you so if he can't take it i think he should just just stop playing he's he's made enough so i don't know i am i am very very like bearish on Ben Simmons. I liked him for the first couple of seasons. I even thought he was like one shot away uh, from LeBron or whatever. But I, <laughs> I'm kicking myself for that right now because I don't think this guy will ever be like a top 50 player in the NBA again. Like after what has happened this season. So I think you know, like I think he what he needs. Like I'm just gonna short point. I think what he needs is. Uh, Also, like although most of the teams have him right now, but I think he needs a really good uh, sports psychologist. Like there are a lot of people who specialize in on uh, helping uh, in helping professional athletes who are making millions and are criticized and are also getting criticized by millions. I don't know if I'm pretty sure he has one. And uh, Rich Paul, as he said, is a brilliant manager and he manages a lot of uh, superstar people. He would have de- definitely helped with them, but I don't know. Something needs to change. It is something. psychologically this thing i'm not saying like most people think psychology the moment we say psychology people are mad no like it's just like one small anchor weighing you down i think uh, it's something like that with him because like see no matter how bad of a shooter you are you still shoot right like i don't know like hard like dwight hard howard has the nerve to ask uh, lebron if he can shoot threes if he makes two or two or three blocks right so why not him like this this some that small psychologically something is just holding him back i think which can be fixed by some good sports psychologist or i don't know maybe he just doesn't have that as lanson said that killer instinct so yeah, yeah so you see like so yanis he's a horrible shooter his free throw percentage is like 60% or even less than that at times but he still goes and shoots he shoots threes as well he takes mid ranges that's very true and look at yanis like so even no matter how he's as bad i think we can all agree that yanis is very close to ben simmons when it comes to shooting right yet he still goes and shoots his free throws no matter how many he's airballed and this man literally if you all watch the uh, six finals games the the three i think that were at the suns home they were counting down right they were counting down 20 uh, i think 10 seconds 
and still this man never shied down from shooting his free throws he went and did it he made threes he took mid ranges right now imagine you had ben simmons in that place that man would have cut he would have run from phoenix as fast as he could because he wouldn't be able to take the pressure this is this it they are very similar players right if you go to see like in detail yanis and uh, ben simmons are very very similar just that yanis has a little bit more length maybe but like defense and like or rushing to the rim and even vision so they are very similar players just that yanis uh has the has the balls basically to take the shot and simmons doesn't it's just as plain as that and i don't know if you can ever learn you know you can't learn something like this right this is something that is it is within you as you grow up and make it into the nba it is just something that builds up in you so i don't know if you can learn something like this cuz some players are just like this right eventually they just phase out of the league but yeah so the one thing that ben simmons did good was he finished the sixers for that amount of money which i don't know what made the sixers you know even think about giving him that much money cuz even now we see teams considering giving money to youngsters we see the suns debating whether they should give deandre ayton the max even though he did really well for the suns in the finals and the previous playoff games as well mm-hmm. so i don't know what uh, the sixers saw in simmons that uh, made them give him a uh, contract extension but uh, hopefully he does well okay we don't want to wish and bad on any player right but i don't know i just don't see it <laughs> yeah that's just me okay uh, assuming just for the sake of curiosity mm-hmm. uh, the hypothetical situation he moves out of 76ers where do you think he would go and which team would be a best fit in um i'm not too sure where he will go because every time there's a team uh, a team's name pops up that seems to get shot down but um one thing that i definitely think he needs is a good mentor like in, in on a team right like um, right now on the sixers he doesn't really have that figure um whether like you you've seen how chris paul came into the suns and how he mentor all the young players right he took the big shots he knew went to orchestrate everything and even i'm pretty sure off the court in the locker room as well i think we did see a few videos as well after the beating after they beat the lakers uh what a big impact he has on the locker room right i feel um benjamin needs to be in a team or in a city where they have that so he needs to be mentored that's what i feel i am not too sure which team he's going to go to uh someone saying pacers the warriors name to thrown around the wizards but honestly i have no idea where it's where he's going to end up yeah i think uh, like there aren't many places left right i think the best two best two shots that uh, 76ers have or had were uh, were trail blazers and and wizards right like they were like obviously both of them are better players than ben simmons for sure no questions asked so sixers would have had to give up a few more players with him but the, the problem is that none of both of those players don't want to leave right now right like i think that's what 76ers are waiting for if 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 either one of these teams uh, get off in a very with a very bad start and the frustration starts piling up though and those two those two players start starts pressuring them and they decide to leave then i think these they are ready to pull the trigger but i think like the best fit like if you just ask me about the fit i, I know this is not going to happen but if you just ask about the fit i don't think i have i have asked this before also what's like who says no to a 
Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons straight, right? It, they, they get the defense that they want. Uh, uh, Joel Embiid gets the offensive superstar with him, like one of the greatest, one of the best point guards in the league right now. But uh, I, I, but we, I think if I'm not wrong, I saw somewhere some interview somewhere where uh, Kyrie has hinted that if he's if he's moved or if he's traded from Nets, he'll just he'll just retire. So in a, situ- in a situation, what do you even do in a situation like that, right? So I, the, the only person who has a lower trade value at the moment uh, than Ben Simmons is bloody Kyrie Irving. So yeah, I think the best fit would be Nets for Ben Simmons. And I think uh, he, he there's no way in hell he'll get that much attention as Aditya said. It'll, and it'll do him only good because uh, he's not just, he's not nowhere near as good as Harden or, or, uh, or KD. So he won't get that attention while these guys are facing out of their careers. He can just start taking over then. But uh, I don't think I don't I don't see any place that he's going. He'll, if even if he goes to a place, it will mostly be a city trying to rebuild team. I mean, a team which is trying to rebuild slowly from from the ashes, so like that. I think I don't know. I don't see any particular team in mind. Some teams will have to give up a lot. And again, I think as uh, self-destructive as. Uh, Lanson said, Sixers are doing the same mistake. They paid him based on only his potential and not proving jack shit during his uh, uh, first rookie contract. And now they still want the same amount of money. They, they, they're letting go of a player who know has a lot of potential and they want the trade value for the potential and not what he's worth right now. So, I don't know. This is a very tricky situation they have themselves in. Yeah, I don't think the Sixers should be expecting too much for him, to be honest, because him and, as Shripad said, Irving. I'm, it's, it sounds really weird saying this, right? But Kyrie Irving has no trade value. It's crazy. But I think if we, if we had to end up somewhere, I think, as Aditya said, I think the Warriors would be pretty cool. Uh, I think Draymond would be like a pretty cool mentor. I think they are also like a little similar as players. So, I think Draymond would be pretty cool. But I don't think all this is going to happen because purely because the Sixers want way too much for him. So, I don't think he is going to get traded this season, actually. But I really don't know if he's going to play this season either. He might even be willing to forego his whole salary, but he's not willing to play. I don't know why and I don't know what exactly happened. I don't think we will ever know. But uh, shit went down in that Sixers office. And uh, hopefully it does get sorted out because it wouldn't be good for the Sixers to play just with Embiid as their uh, as their one star. Which I don't know. It just doesn't look good. And they were contending, right? Even though they did... Uh, Alu bowed down to the Hawks last season, which again was like crazy for the Hawks. I think Trey Young did a really good job, but uh, yeah, they they still even with Butler they weren't good enough to win a chip or even get close enough. So I think now losing Simmons will be just be another blow unless they get another good, equally good player at least, even if not a little better. So hopefully they do find a good team for him, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Savio. I mean, I think that he needs a team with a very good point. I mean, point guard. So this guy can play a forward, just drive in, because yeah. he can't do the playmaking aspect of the game. So like you said, probably Warriors, because they've got Steph Curry, a really brilliant guy. Can't just he shoots and he passes. So I know some uh, establishment wherein he can get the pass rather than do the pass. That's what I think. All right. Uh, speaking about Steph Curry, okay. So, uh, just a quick question for y'all. Now, uh, has LeBron been sup- surpassed 
as the greatest player in the NBA right now, as the best player in the NBA. And if so, give me your top top five NBA players right now. After what you've seen last season. A uh, top five. I mean, you can't leave out LeBron there. And yeah, you can't. Yeah, but to uh, be give honest, me like uh, order as well. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So. Um, um, before I give you my order, so one thing to keep in mind is before LeBron had his potential career-ending career-ending uh, injury that I mean a high ankle sprain is something that can bother you for the rest of your career. Uh, he was a top three MVP candidate, and for some reason people keep uh, like forgetting about that when they bring up the conversation. And yes, he wasn't the same when he returned, and that was very very evident. But at the moment, I think I would give the the best player in the world to obviously uh, Kevin Durant. I mean, right now he is in his peak, but um, a close second uh, for me would be LeBron. I am really excited to see how he plays this season. I think he has a lot more to show, and he is chasing you know another ring, uh, ring number five, and also the. Uh, all-time scoring ladder as well. He's trying to climb up. So I feel he is definitely uh, going to be number two on my list. Number three would be uh, Steph. I mean, <laughs> you cannot leave him out after seeing how he played last year as well as this year. Number four on my list would be uh, Giannis. I mean, the only thing, the only downside, the only downside he has is his shooting. If he were to create a jump shot, I don't think even... I think he'd be number one, even better than KD. I know it's a controversial thing to say, but he is... He did win Defensive Player of the Year, right? So, I mean, if if he can develop a really good jump shot, which seems unlikely at this point of the career, considering how KD is shooting, I feel he'd be great. But that would be my fourth best player. And my fifth best player for going into this season... Um, another very overlooked player would be Anthony Davis. Ooh. I think he definitely heard the rumors of everything, heard everything last year. Not even the rumors, but all the trash talk and all the shit that was spoken against him last year. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's ready for an MVP or a good, really good uh, jump comeback season just to prove everyone wrong. I feel he has put on a few pounds of muscle and he looked pretty good in uh, the preseason as well. I mean, yeah, he didn't really play too much, take too many shots. But again, he is a veteran, a veteran player, considering everything he's been through, and he is in approaching his prime right now. He's, I think, 28, 29, mm-hmm. and that is a player's prime. Uh, he does have the two best uh, distributors, the ball handlers in the NBA, in the minds of Rajan Rondo and LeBron James, and then you have a, a triple double leader. I mean, <laughs> Russ, uh, Russ. So I don't see how. Things could get any better for him, so he would be number five on my list. Oh, this is tough. Like, uh, I'd say, like, yeah, uh, I think I'd start with uh, no, like, it's a tough, very tough list to make. Yeah, um, I think the best in the world right now is uh, is LeBron James for sure, but if you only base in the last season, I think uh, you'll have to put KD on top. Because he was just magnificent. How he was playing immediately after his injury here, just yeah. If that, as you said, Lance, like if it's possible, he'll be even better. So I think KD is one, LeBron is two, and uh, and I don't think we should forget KD's uh, teammate. Like James Harden was bloody brilliant last year, and he is amazing. Like like he, 
it's amazing how we transitioned into that pure scorer uh, pure scorer uh, like role to a player to a player who is basically like a 25 8 and 8 player right i think he's he for me is number 3 and uh, after that i think like uh, oh there's so many good players my god i think a joint 3 would be a joint fourth place would be for me uh, joel embiid and anthony davis like i think embiid was is also really really good and i think on number 5 uh, you can't leave out the mvp man come on like number 5 is uh, the joker nikola jokic hold on hold on wait a minute let me get this right <laughs> you didn't get curry on your top 5 oh shit oh my god i completely forgot about curry my that's why i said it's, it's such a hard list to make right <laughs> my god um man come on i think curry will go number 3 then after after sorry after kd lebron it's kd lebron curry uh ad and joel and uh i say joker who did i leave out now i left out harden <laughs> oh, yeah i left out harden wow my god it's just a, such a tough list to make man i don't know it's so so tough i don't know all so many great players if you ask me one best player going into the season is kd but i don't know lebron's great. coming back yeah. for the throne same uh, thing happened when everyone called yan uh, is the best player right next season what happened exactly <laughs> lebron booked everyone so i think it's something similar is going to happen this season as well like if you think about it this way right we talked about uh, who the great best team is if you see man like people say uh, no fit this thing even i said no fit but russell westbrook is a walking triple double like who doesn't want 10 assists 10 rebounds and 10 10 point like 20 points whatever he gives you like who doesn't want that with that and anthony davis will definitely have like the first year he played in lakers that was amazing i think he's going to play similar i don't know man just so yeah i don't know Have you? I mean, uh, I would go KD first because uh, we all seen what he's done last year. It was quite unlucky for him to miss that game winner, but uh, I think that uh, KD might be slightly like the margin is very small, but I think he might better than LeBron because LeBron's older. You can't forget the age does matter no matter fit and how mentally strong you are. But for me, I think it's KD one, LeBron's in second. And the Giannis at third, because you know he's Giannis. He can drive really good, and uh, yeah, just ignore his shooting because that's not. He's pretty bad, but he's not. Um, he's not shying away from shooting per se. His free throw, though it takes time, it's a hit or miss. But I think he's got that. You know, the mentality to win, because yeah. we have we have seen that last year. and the years before that when lebron was part of the eastern conference he's he's not a quitter he's a fighter so that does what you say account for a lot it's not all about physicality it's about the that's why kobe is called mamba no that's the mentality you got to have to be a champion true now uh, for the fourth i mean you can't ignore steph curry the guys called chef curry for a reason the guy can shoot threes he's a good facilitator He's quite a great teammate to have, and it has been the same from his career beginning. He's always been a great performer, and without him, Warriors are nothing. But with him, they are quite a force to reckon with. Bring in Clay too, so that's a great, great team. Now, 
maybe the fifth is quite a um confusion because uh, before you guys spoke i had luka in mind but now i mean i even have to consider ad too because we all know what ad did for um, his first season in, as a laker he was the one who gave them the game winner against uh, denver he was the one who you know gets lebron's alley oops and gets it down but even luka he's he's young he's, he's really young you you seen what potentially has he's he's amazing the guy can shoot he can pass he can dribble definitely and he can grab fouls even one more guy there's harden too we've seen how he's moved from like what trey put said used to be a scorer now as a facilitator he he gives up a good shot I and mean, he gives up good shots for even greater assists so I have to choose between these three, the fifth guy in the top five, but I think I would go for the youngest guy. I think I'll go for Luka top five mm-hmm. and my fifth. All right. It might be controversial, but you know the guy has a lot of potential. And it's a season-long uh, debate. So let's see if the list changes or if, it's, or if he moves up the ladder. You never know. Because that guy has got magic. That's why it's called Luka magic, you know. That's true. I I had him actually in, on my mind as well for top 5. But then I think he'll get his time later on, you know. He's got he's young, so he'll obviously make it into his top make it into a top 5 list someday. But as of now, I think I think number 1 and number 2 are pretty going to be the same because KD and LeBron are going to be like there up there. You cannot no one else can compete with these two. And uh uh KD was great, right? Okay, but uh he was really good actually this season especially in the playoffs i don't know he became something else in that series uh, against the bucks i don't know he he turned it to another level right because i was watching all these games and then he was just different i don't know what clicked but compared to the regular season this was no regular season kd and that was great to see uh but <laughs> we it is still overlooked that uh, in the last 10 seconds he missed actually not missed he airballed a shot that would have won them the game so even this like as as much as like how great he was that whole series small small things like this cuz if lebron did the same thing he would be criticized for the rest of his life by all these analysts like skip bayless and stephen a smith and whatever but just because it was kd it was overlooked a little uh, even though he did airball the game winning shot at the in the overtime but that's okay that's all right he still did great and i think number 2 would have to be lebron I think this I think LeBron will take number 1 maybe 15 games into the season but that is still yet to see and uh, number 3 has to be Curry for me as well because uh without Clay last season he put up 30 points with that very less spacing on the floor he had very less spacing right he was the only uh, shot creator on the team who could be relied upon and he didn't really have another sniper that he had in the past in Clay Thompson So I think with Clay coming back, he'll get even more space, so he can improve his numbers even more and make that team even better than he did last season. Which he still brought them up to the eighth seed, which was great. And uh, number four will have to be the reigning Finals MVP for me because uh, Giannis he's just like the most dominant player in the NBA right now, along with Embiid. Uh, but this guy is obviously a step ahead because of his mentality, his physicality, and just the energy that he brings to the team i think and it's not no easy task to win a finals mvp right and number 
this is this was a tough one actually because i think top 4 is pretty easy you can't really distinguish but i think top the fifth is a tie for me as well i would have to put harden and uh, streets clothes ad as he was called last season yeah <laughs> charles barkley and all these people really call, I, yeah he is i think he's going to come back with like vengeance even lebron's going to everyone the whole lakers team is on this whole mission now because of what they had to hear the whole last season and even the start of like all this after the transfer rumors were out so i think lebron's going to be come back with a bang davis will probably have an mvp caliber season so i think harden harden who is also really really great he was in the top 3 mvp uh, consideration as well before he got his hamstring injury that's great as well but yeah i think these are my top 5 as well and uh, speaking about surpassing lebron i don't think anyone will surpass lebron especially in this era yeah kd might be the best player in the nba right now but as a whole body of work i don't think he will ever surpass lebron so that's just me yeah anything else to add guys no i think we're good all right if uh, nothing else i think we're done for today uh thanks aditya for making it out today it was great to have you on the show thank you so much thank you so much it was a really good conversation yeah definitely and uh, hopefully we will get you back on for another basketball episode so that would be definitely great. definitely yes right. take care uh, cheers